What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shona of 71, and your auditory canals are locked onto episode 116 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, I got my partners in crime. First up, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much. It's funny. Uh, when you, Whenever you do the, the intro, you know, when you say like the Game Missiles podcast... Because I, because I do the most, I do the editing and I put the sounds in. I immediately go into the. I don't know what it is, but it's just like it's just. I'm just like it just triggers every time. This is very funny, but, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. You know, as usual, you know, on this beautiful, beautiful weekend. So, uh, thank you as always for all of you folks out there uh, joining us. All right, and of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. I'm feeling slighted. Slighted. So, Why is that? Uh, I, I, I got a, caught a price mistake at Target, and they canceled my order before I was able to go pick it up. <laughs> oh, so, man. Pulled so. it out from under you. You got it. I still got the email saying, hey, my order's ready. And I could have went and gone and picked it up like at 8 o'clock in the morning, but they canceled it right at 8.45 a.m., you know. Mm, so wow. I guess too many people were in it like, oh, I'm getting a piece of this too. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it wound up being like a price mistake because they got a bunch of sales on Mario games this week because of Mario Day March the 10th. But uh, what Target wound up doing is they put one of the Mario games up on sale, and then they put the like 35% off on top of the sale price, and so it was like I think 24 bucks for uh, Mario tennis Mario tennis aces, and it's like oh, it's like I figured to give a, give that game a shot for that price, but yeah, no, I I, I had my uh, my uh, bonus free you know cheapy game taken away from me by target but god forbid they uh, have to maintain their bottom line god forbid so. <laughs> oh this was target oh. yeah oh for some reason i thought it was um gamestop but yeah okay well you know i'm sorry they, they, they can't all be winners i guess oh i know i'm a lot of people hate on that game but i i thought it was actually pretty good you own it still ken mm-hmm. yeah i still got it yeah, I don't know. They're complaining that the single-player options are not all that great, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a, b- a big tennis fan, you know, as far as video game tennis and video game golf. So it's like I'm just like, eh, I might I might still go get it. Right now it's thirty-eight ninety-nine everywhere. So it's mm-hmm. like, that's not bad. No, I mean I don't think it's as good as the GameCube one. Uh, but I but I it's 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 not as bad as as at least in my opinion what a lot of people were saying. People were saying, "Oh, it's the worst one in the group," and oh, it's just yeah. terrible. It's not. I it's heard not the Wii U bad. one was the worst one, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, I haven't played a, a Mario tennis game in forever, so I don't, I can't really speak on it. So <laughs> yeah. First up, first topic on our docket as usual is going to be the playlist. So, Des, you're up first, man. What you been playing? Okay, well, um, actually, uh, I've been playing. You know the, you know the, um, 
I've been playing the Outriders uh, demo a lot. Um, a lot. A lot with you guys. Yeah, and, of course. Um, and we have some people in our vessel line that, that, that spoke upon it because we mentioned it when we gave our impressions uh, on last, you know, the last episode. People, you know, in our, in our Discord came in and, and had, we, had a really, we had a really good conversation about that. But just been playing a lot of it. Just been playing it. Been... Um, been farming that poor, poor captain trying to get them legendaries. Um, I was the only the one. Captain. I am tired of beating up that captain. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am that poor guy, and I just and I have not gotten anything yet from it, which is fine. You know, just which, which is fine. I'm doing it mostly because it's you know because it's 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 fun, and I enjoy you know hanging out with you guys. Um, so I was just like, okay. Um, that's pretty much you know what i've been playing and we're spending a lot of time you know forge and a forge uh fighting him and taking care of him and beating his ass and stuff like that so so it's a uh, but all in all it's, it's been a really it's been really fun so i can't i can't lie and say that 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 i'm not having fun with it because i actually really am um i know the game is kind of kind of janky but i still enjoy it and i and i cannot wait to play the full release to see exactly what's gonna what's gonna happen with it i do hope though um that because your characters carry over and you have a stash my hope is that once they access the stash the stash is is account wide uh, like across all all of your account or all of your characters at least that way you can kind of even though you only have a cap you know, if you create a whole bunch of characters and cap them all out and then put everything into the stash for your main character, then you can have all that extra stuff. So that's my hope is that you could do that. I mean, granted, you can't you I think the the perks, sorry, the the, the mods that you get are, are 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 specific to the person that you're going to play or the class you're going to play. Um, I don't know uh, if they're able if you're able if you're going to be able to switch those out if you can I, th I think that or you know put those in the stash and give it to another character but but again um, I'm interested to see what happens I really feel that they are the the creators you know and, and the designers are really listening to uh, listening to the the feedback that they're getting from from the gamers who who are spending so much time looting and playing this game uh, and they're taking the, I mean they've even though they they nerfed uh, the, the chest run, you can still farm, folks. That you can still they even added that you can get actually you can start getting loot from replaying old missions. I thought that was fantastic. Um, and they're getting rid of the motion blur, uh, the, the 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 super shaky camera. So like like I really feel this is a development team that's really kind of sitting down and and really looking at what um, looking at the feedback and really acting on it. So. So my hope is that they continue to do this and not and not just do this for the demo and and we really get this kind of kind of uh, um, communication uh, that we have once the game is released. So again, really enjoying it. I can't wait to play more. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, also uh, played some Borderlands Three with Joe. That's been fun. Just kind of just kind of playing, seeing what's going on. I like Borderlands because it's just kind of you you put it on, you play it. Um, you have a little fun and and you turn it off. It's not it's nothing, you know. It's not earth shattering or anything like that. It's just a fun little multiplayer game that you can play. Um, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. Uh, but the game that I've really been enjoying the most is Ghost of Tsushima. Again, I cannot keep enough praise on this game. If you have not played it, please do download it, buy it. Um, it, it 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 is 
it's it's a fantastic game. I, I cannot stop gushing over it. So please, please, please um, pick it up. Uh, and the last game that I played, um, I played with Joe, actually. Uh, I was down in the Fresno area, um, uh, uh, well, in the, in the foothills. And uh, Joe came up, um, was there for my, my aunt's birthday. Um, Joe came up, you know, to where we were staying and we played some Monster Hunter. So that was on um on the on our uh, I keep wanting to say DS but I know it's the Switch. So so he brought in his um his uh, uh his Monster Hunter and uh, the demo for Monster Hunter Ride Arise and we uh played it a couple times. It was it was a lot of fun. Um I'm yeah, still getting my, used to it. Said again. I'm playing it was first my first time playing the game portably actually so yeah. Because I'm like 98% like you know I I play on my TV. It's like you know, Yeah. No reason. So I had to actually had to take my glasses off because my eyesight's uh, <laughs> kind of bad. And, yeah, it was uh, funny. It's like we're, we're sitting in the room and like he, he's he's laying. I'm laying on the bed. And he's sitting on the other bed and he was like, "Ay ay ay, my eyes." And I'm like, "Well, you know, you're getting old, buddy. Sorry." <laughs> but uh, but it was fun. And then I uh, also he let me demo uh, Forgone, which is uh, another game that uh, pixel art game that came out last year. Um, in the vein of uh, Dead Cells, and I had I had some fun with it. Um, I might have to pick it up on a sale or something. But um, yeah, but it's uh, on sale right now on Steam and also on PS4. It just came out on Steam this week, actually. Oh. So, so, so yeah, it's uh it 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 was fun. I really enjoyed it. It's a uh, you know I, I know you it's Metro. It is a Metroidvania. You know. Uh, pseudo roguelite that you play and and it's it's a uh i don't well, I don't know if it's a roguelite um but but it's a it's a um it's a metroidvania so uh john bt if you're listening which you, i hope you are you probably are this might be one that you're going to want to get on the switch and add to your add to your collection um it it was fun like i've, I've really enjoyed you know you get a gun you get a you get a sword and you can actually upgrade uh your it's got a basic you know upgrade tree as well as uh, upgrading your the weapons that you use and there's various different weapons that you can use and various different um guns uh that you can use um so yeah uh so those are the games that i've been playing however i also have been taking advantage of the psn indie sale and i've been picking up some indie games uh that i cannot wait to play one of those a couple of those games are uh, definitely going to be... I finally bought Children of Morda at 60% off. You probably should go and pick it up if you haven't already. Fantastic game. And I also got another game called Going Under, which is a hilarious beat-em-up in which you're a temp and you start off... You're basically a temp in this company and then you have to go downstairs into the bowels of the company's building because there are trolls or goblins that have started attacking for some reason. And you, as an intern, you have to go down there and beat the crap out of them. It is the, the art style is, is very humorous. Everything's, everything's kind of rounded and there's hardly anything that has spikes on it. And the color palette is pastels and stuff, but it's a fantastic uh, beat em up. I played the demo and it is just so good. And I finally was able to pick it up on a sale um so if you have not played it uh definitely think about picking up p- picking it up it was it, it's a lot of fun so again that that indie sale is going on you get up to 75 percent off on on various different games 
Uh, Neon Abyss is another one that you should probably check out. It's like 12 bucks. So, um, so definitely uh, take a look at that indie sale um, because I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. So, Kev, buddy, what have you been playing, my friend? Oh, well, actually, similar to you guys, I've been playing the um, the Outriders demo. And I, I, I'm having fun, but I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm backing off the grind because the, the rate drop for this demo for Legendaries is just absolutely insane. Um, it's a it's, it is horrible. So, you know, I've been looking at some some YouTube some YouTube videos of folks that have been in this in this demo and farming these same missions for 25, 30 hours. This is just on the demo. And they don't have all the legendaries. And I'm I'm not I'm not that dude. I'm not that dude. I'm not gonna farm a demo for 30, 40 hours just so I can have, you know, maybe you know, a, le- a leg up on the on the game proper. I'm just I, I can't do that. I'm not gonna do that. So you figure I will the legendaries still play that will drop will actually be better once the original, the actual game. Well they they out. will, but yeah. but I think but I was watching a couple of people. Well, I was watching people. Uh, this one guy, I think it's called Crazy Gaming. He was, he was, he's one of the guys that I watch, and he was saying the reason why he does it is two reasons. Number one, he loves farming stuff. Like he loves the the gameplay. He he loves farming. And number two, which I was, which I was like, okay, if you love farming, then that's great. But another thing he what he said is is uh, he's the reason why he's doing it is because of the assortment of mods that you'll be able to get and to be used on your weapons in 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 the full game. And so I was like, okay, so so you're actually doing this to kind of build up those weapons because most likely all the legendaries that that people are farming for right now are gonna be are going to be broken down for their for their um for their mods. And so for me, I'm like, well, if that's what you're doing, like I get it. But that seems just like a horrible waste of time. And, and only in my opinion, because I'm just mm-hmm. like, yikes, you know, because you could probably get the same thing on a on a different weapon or something like I would hope. But damn, you know, you know, but again, I think Joe, I mean, Joe's right. Like you're, you're not going to like the weapons that you're going to get later on are completely different than the weapons are going to out, outclass weapons you're getting now. So so you're, yeah. really, you're really yeah. just doing it to get to get an assortment of various different mods. So I'm like, OK. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't be that dude playing this game for 30, 40 hours on just be on a demo, not even the complete game. You know. Yeah. That's a bit much. So, and really, the only other thing I've been doing is I've been learning a couple of new apps. Uh, I'm trying to design a logo for my little side thing I'm doing right now, and gosh, I feel so old. I feel so <laughs> old. I mean, learning these learning these apps and it's only two of them that I, that I'm working with. I feel so old. I've, I've been watching YouTube videos and, uh, training videos. And I understand what I understand it as I'm watching it, but when it's time to, to actually apply the learning, I'm, Thinking, okay, no, okay. I go to the layers and I can activate this, and I put, I bring in the background. Okay, what? Do, how do I do? And it's just, uh, I'm. I love the technology. I, I dig what's what's going on and and what you can actually accomplish with just a a a, a, a freaking iPad nowadays. But the learning curve for old geezers like me is just. Uh, <laughs> 
but but you know it's interesting it's fun so i'm still running away at that and really that's the only things i've been only thing i've been playing this week is beating my beating my head against a brick wall learning a couple of apps on my ipad and playing the playing the outriders demo so i'm gonna pass the mic off to joe what you been playing dude well uh like with us all Mm -hmm. uh, outriders demo of course uh, we had an epic Thursday night, like, loot chest, uh, like, run, of course. I think we were at it, killing that captain for at least two hours. So uh-huh. we did Nothing. it. We'll, we'll, Nothing. We'll, we'll talk in the news, but th- there was a reason why we were doing it, because of some changes that were made on that. So, uh, But what I want to do with the demo from this point forward is the, not the grind, but the actually, because I've only played with the Technomancer and the Brawler, which I forgot the name of. Des, you could probably help me out. The <laughs> Devastator. There. And so um, I was messing Thanks, with the yeah. Pyromancer, uh, and I still need to play the Trickster. So last night, uh, I got on with the GHR radio host, Eric Bouchard, <laughs> on here, and... At first, I was like, you know, I was like trying to figure out, okay, do I download the PC version? Do I download the Xbox version so we could play with uh, Chris Brown on there? But he couldn't make it. So I decided because I was waiting for the demo to download on Steam just to say hell with it. Um, I asked him if he wanted to try to do like a PS5 PC crossplay. And so, yeah, we uh, pretty much I got on my PS5, sent him an invite to, to come in. I didn't want to join his game because he was worried about a mouse and keyboard on his end as far as me having issues with the, um, you know, the whole uh, aim assist and all that stuff on there if there's a difference between the PC and the console versions. But, yeah, no, we were playing quite a bit. I started a uh, Pyromancer, and he started another character, and we pretty much uh, blew through the entirety of the demo. We had a Kev come in towards our last portion on that before he called in the night on there and uh we're using discord as the uh chat and it worked perfectly fine i was really happy with it and uh there was no any sort of quirks with it whatsoever it worked perfectly fine as if he was on a playstation console so i think this will be good for us especially because i know at least on our discord community there's a few pc main you know peeps including you know will and uh gerald specifically so if they wanted to purchasing the game on pc and if we play with eric eric has purchased the game day one for pc so you know and that'd be good you know maybe we could you know get get some multiplayer going on using the discord channel on the gaming vessels discord as being like the place to kind of get into some voice chat you know so we'll, we'll see how much of a momentum we get with it on that so but uh, i enjoyed what i play with the pyromancer i just had to get used to uh because he's not like the devastator it's not like i could be all up in front it's i know it's supposed to be meant as more of a mid-range character so you know at times i will take the impetus to push forward but i was uh kind of playing around with sniper rifles a little bit especially uh, when we're trying to do some of the side missions a little bit ahead of the curve than what we should should have been. Like if, uh, you know, especially if you try to do a side mission and then the world tier goes up right then and there, you could definitely uh, 
tell the difference in the difficulty level and the amount of ads and enemies that are coming out. And sometimes the difficulty and, you know, obviously wiping a couple times before getting your bearings on that. And uh, one thing you got to be aware of is just to run your powers, run your uh, special moves constantly once they're ready to roll on there. So, yep, yeah, you got it. You got it. You got to use your, your powers. Yeah, so that's how you got you got to kill the hill. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I'm getting trying to get beyond the whole destiny thinking of just p- waiting to pop your super at the right time to get the maximum like, you know, damage, you know. It's not like that. You're going to re- recover that pretty damn quickly. So, so but uh, I'll probably play the trickster and then I'm going to like, you know, basically file outriders demo away <laughs> until april 1st on that and uh, uh like des mentioned and we were playing some borderlands 3 still i'm in kind of in his your game des i also been trying to progress my game campaign we're on the second planet you know, which i forgot the name of but uh, we're kind of pushing through on that promethea course. promethea there thank you <laughs> i should write this stuff down it's all peas pandora yes. promethea so it's like they like their peas yeah uh, I enjoyed what the game has given me so far, and uh, I'm up to level 19, and uh, you know I got. Wow, you've really been. Oh yeah, I keep forget. I was. I keep forgetting you're much higher than me because I kept create recreating my character. And, yeah, and we, we kept, played the crap we, out of Pandora before yes, we moved on. <laughs> yes, I, I beat Pandora like like a redheaded stepchild, basically. So. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, buddy. That's okay. I game with you no matter what. And it's like, Aww. I was trying to play a second character. It's like, oh, how come you're not playing your your Fleck? <laughs> yeah, because he's the, he's, was, the, he's the heavy. <laughs> yeah. Help, helping you push through, but I, I got no problem. I know it'll help me too because of the fact I'll be... Of course, uh, De- Borderlands kind of scales to whatever your level are, level is at, so it's not like you're overpowered in the game or anything like that. It always tries to keep it equal on that so and so besides those two games i I got back into torchlight 2 a little bit i'm just trying to get to the end game right now i got that robot side quest which you have to get five parts finally done on there and help pop like three individual trophies which i thought was crazy but hey you know i'm not like a trophy hunter but i do you know torchlight 2 might be a game i might try to get a full uh 100 trophy well, that was a long quest, though, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah it's a long quest, yeah. yeah they had a lot of parts to that. Yeah, you had to grab the each part in each chapter or each, like, main hub that you're in. And so, you know, I did have to look up where to find the last item on there because they kind of hit it to where I had to destroy a bunch of tree trunks <laughs> oh. on there. You know, it's just kind of a little esoteric kind of thing, so... But I'm in the like last portion of the game. I'm going through these mines and trying to get to the final boss on there. So I'll keep p- pushing through with that. And then the only other thing I've been playing besides Monster Hunter with you, Des, is uh, I fired up uh, some Namco Arcade Archives Dig Dug, of all things. I just want something simple to play. And, um, you know, Dig Dug has some special meaning to me. It was back in the day, I remember seeing it. Me and my dad were on a a trip to Southern California because he was, you know, was working a, like a side job and was picking up some, picking up a car and driving it back from SoCal for a car dealer that I knew, a friend of his. And so I remember walking into this AMPM and seeing Dig Dug for the first time on that trip. 
We literally took a Greyhound and like got to like downtown LA bus station five o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting there at the arcade at the downtown uh, LA bus station, just like checking out all these new arcade games and seeing Dig Dug for the first time at the AMPM of all places. And you know, my dad obviously let me play a couple, you know, a couple of rounds, and you know, I always had a soft spot for Dig Dug. I don't know about you, Kev, but uh, oh yeah, I I dig Dig Dug. Yeah. So <laughs> there you wow. go. So the alliteration. So, I know. So, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Now. It's just uh, you know, we keep pushing on with uh, this wonderful business on uh, out Outrider. So we'll definitely talk about more as we talk on the vessel line and also on the news. So well, all right. So our next topic on the docket is going to be the main event. So, Des, you got the mic. What's going on, bro? All righty. So, uh, so thank you all for everyone who who took the time to uh, answer our main event question. Um, so, our question was after our discussion about the dual sense. This was last last episode. Um, during the last show, uh, we wanted to know your favorite controllers of all time. Well, you know, are uh, which controllers are your favorites? Which ones fit your hands like a glove? Let us know, and we will discuss it on our next podcast. So we had uh, three responses, and uh, I'll go through them right now. The first one was from our good friend of yours and mine, Double F, uh, 2018, Mr. Fred French, 2017, on Twitter. Uh, the Xbox 360 controller, it's just perfect. Great size, button layout, was good, good weight. I think it's the best controller so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, John B T, our good friend John, uh, on Discord said, "Missed out on the uh, missed out on uh, commenting on the controller question last last time though." At Joe did mention, I might mention this seriously. The Namco uh, Negcon was amazing. Not only did it twist for analog steering, but the buttons were like half an inch tall and fully analog. Racing games were insane on this, and he he posted a link to the uh, wiki page for it. So if you're a part of the Discord, you can go in and click on that wiki and you can see what he's talking about because I had I, I had no clue what he was talking about. So. Well, uh, uh, do you want me to articulate a little bit and talk about it? And talk about uh, the uh, Let me get to this next one because th- there was only three this time. We can get to the next one and then we can kind of give our own. You can speak upon what people have said. So uh, the last person that spoke was, uh, that, that uh, wrote in was uh, Willa D on Discord. He says, uh, the Xbox One Elite uh, is number one. Number two was Logitech Rhino Hotas. And then he left um, a another link to uh, to the Logitech Rhino uh, Hotas. So, or or hot ass, maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Hotas, it's Hotas. Oh, yeah. great, great. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so thank you guys for, for commenting on that. Um, and again, if, if if you miss if you ever miss a question, you wanna and you wanna chime in, please you know send us a message uh, or join our Discord. Kevin will let you know that information uh, towards the end. But I know Joe wanted to mention something about the NegCon, so Joe, uh, take it away. No, I just wanted to comment on everyone's comments, basically. So I, yeah. I just didn't want to just read through these and not comment. Uh, you know, well, Fred French yeah. and his comment about the 360 controller. Um, I think out of all the controllers that xbox has done so far i don't know what you guys feel 
I, I think the 360 controller is probably the best out of well, the four iterations of Xbox so far, even though I do like the series uh, controller. Uh, what's your guys' opinion on the 360 controller? I'd agree. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree. Um, it's definitely better than the Xbox One controller. I haven't well, tried it, the Xbox well, uh, uh, Series X controller, but the 360 is definitely a, a better <laughs> than the Xbox One controller. That, I could not that, stand those that, little trigger buttons. Giant. That, it was a trash. really big. It was a really big <laughs> controller too. So like, it was large. It was a large uh, controller. Are you talking about the Kevin's talking about the Xbox One, like the controller? system that oh, just came out I'm, yeah the xbox oh sorry controller. i'm talking about yeah. the original xbox yeah. with those yeah, big black the, men. No, no, oh no, no i never i never played like actually i, never... I like the duke i like the 360 better than the than the uh although the the series s the or the the type s controller they had for the original xbox was also kind of dope too but i i prefer the 360 controller uh over all of the iterations well, of xbox that okay. i've used thus far Yes, yes, that 360 controller is great. Now, the one that I, one the the one uh, Xbox controller that I didn't really like was the original Xbox controller. I did I thought it was just a little too big. Um, that big black, you know, round. Yeah, it's, the, with it's, the, it's the Duke. It's it's they call yeah. it the Duke yeah. with the with the with, with that green Xbox logo. Yeah, that was. That thing was a monster, and I was just like, ugh, you know. Nah, I was a big Xbox fan back in the day, and as soon as I saw that Japanese controller, because that uh, S controller initially uh, uh, basically originated from the Japan release because the Duke was too big for Japanese hands, so they <laughs> had to take care of business and release the uh, the Type S controller uh, for the original Xbox in Japan, and then they eventually brought it out over here as well kind of replacing the duke and yeah as soon as i got that controller imported from japan that duke went back into the drawer and never to be seen again yeah i still i still have one somewhere around here and i'm just like and i was just like man this thing yeah it is whoo that was that was a big boy that was a big boy um but uh, for me personally i think i've loved all the iterations of um I think I've loved all of the PlayStation uh, controllers. I think out of all out of all of them, I feel that the 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 newest one uh, for the PS5 is 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 the best by far. And I think that's like a first party one, a first party game uh, controller. I think that's just just oh, that's just the bee's knees. You know, when you hold it, it has weight to it. The haptic feedback is cool. Um, but as far as a first party a, a, a first party controller, I think. I just think the um the, the the PlayStation 5 is 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 the best and then and then um I don't really buy too many third party uh controllers um I just I don't know why but I just don't um I think the last third party controller I bought was like something for my it was for the PlayStation like so many years ago it had like a turbo button or something that was that was the first one. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I bought one for my I bought one for my PS4. I bought the Hori controller, and um, played the crap out of it. And then and then I had to bury it, not literally, because of uh, it, it's a come to a really bad uh, drift. It was drifting to the right like crazy. Are you, are you talking about that Mars controller you bought? Sorry, the, yeah, the Mars, yeah, the Mars Hori controller. Yeah, the no, it's, it's not it's not a Hori controller. That's sorry. from uh, Brook. Sorry, sorry, it's a Brooks. You're right, it's a Brooks controller. Sorry, my mistake. That's okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, I get make it. Sure. 
yeah. But that was the one that 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 I really loved. I really loved that controller, and I played it. And I was a part of me might have been me. I might have been too hard on it. I don't know, but but I really I really enjoyed that controller. So, um, oh, you could have mine if you want. If you no, I, no, I like I like I like the PS5 one, and that's the one. I yeah. have my one PS5 that that came in the box, and that's the one that I play the most right now. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, now about this Namco Negcon, it, it, I've never seen, I had never seen a uh, a controller with a with with like a that that weird analog, you know, twist knob thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I own one. I never could get used to it. I know John loved his. Uh, we were roommates at one point, and I know from him using it that it was just great because the the buttons on the pad, like he said, they were actually analog buttons. They weren't digital buttons, so it's like you could actually hold them in to throttle and, and use your brake and use your... Um, acceleration on racing games and the, th the crazy thing is that after a while i was watching him play and it's like uh, instead of using the digital pad and or an analog stick to move the vehicle you would actually just uh, very slightly like turn the controller uh, a bit and you know basically and it almost uh got you where you had really precise steering on it you know with the controller i don't know if you ever messed with this kev at all i think this never is did something that you might actually if if you played it back in the day and i know how much you like more arcadey racing games that yeah i think you probably would, may have gotten used to it yeah because yeah the analog steering on that was great from what i watched john do i just i i would do good at a certain point but then i wound up like crashing and, and over adjusting with the thing so it's like just kind of yeah. Yeah, playing the original Wipeout and then uh, Wipeout Fusion on the original PlayStation along with, like, uh, Ridge Racer and then Ridge Racer, like, uh, like Type 4 on there. You know, just all the great Ridge Racer games on the original PlayStation. It was just, like, the Netcon, you know. I wish they would bring it back just so people get a chance to kind of play around with it, so. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, I just seem like, it just seems so... I don't know. I mean, if they were to do an updated version of it, of course, um, possibly. But right now, I'm just kind of like, whew. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Um, and the I, I looked at the 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 Hot the Hotas RGB throttle and stick controller, uh, military grade simulation. Wow. Um, so this is for us. So so this this thing is is like a flying simulator. Uh, controller so you you use it in order to fly or or, or to, to play like simulator type flying games correct yeah and i'm like wow like i had never seen anything like this before until i actually looked at it and i'm thinking like this is for some like hardcore you know uh simulation folks um so you know wow like big props to you willie d because i'm just like like that that seems like some next level you know ish right there so i'm just like wow <laughs> uh they, they got some uh, kotas type style i know i have a thrustmaster hotas controller uh that thrustmaster brought out for ace combat on there so i mean there are more like yeah i think that was only like 60 70 bucks but typically they still don't cost between like 
to the three bills and to me it's like <laughs> Well, I don't I mean, know about you. I don't know about you, Kev, but uh, I'm not in that much into flight where I'm going to be spending it. But I appreciate the fact that it's out there for people that want it. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I pretty, I've never used. Uh, well, I, I tried a flight stick once, and it was years ago. Oh yeah, uh, same thing. Damon had one for I think one of the X Men versus Tie Fighter games. So X Men, I love it. Yeah, so I tried it. I was like, nah. <laughs> well, it was just, well, I just look at it and it's just, there's just so much to do. But I guess it's just, you know, I mean, it's no different than, it's literally no different than having like a uh, a driving wheel with like a pedal, anything, and a, like a shift gear or something like that for, for driving games. It's just, it's just another thing that, that, that really sells and builds the immersion. So, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I, it, it sounds cool to me. So, uh, for me at least, uh, my favorite controller of all time, um, as far as old school controllers, I would say between the Genesis six button and the Sega Saturn Japanese six button, not the U.S. Saturn pad, but the one they eventually brought out here from Japan on there. Uh, I thought the D-pad was just like wonderful, and those three smaller buttons on the top. And uh, the ABC on the bottom, I think, was just like divine on there. So, and that just made the Saturn just like it was like the uh, whipped cream and cherry on top for that business. So, on that. So, I don't know how you feel, Kev, about the Saturn controller, but uh, you know which one I'm referencing, right? Yeah, the S type. Um, yeah, yeah I, I liked it too. Um, well, the Saturn. Well, I was the soft spot in my heart for the Saturn for all the uh, the great uh, 2D games that are that it had on it. So yeah, I definitely had a Type S. I had a couple of Type S. I had a white one and a black one. Uh, regretfully, that all that stuff is no longer with me. But I'm not bitter. But um, another but yeah, another another yeah. chunky controller with the Saturn controller. The the <laughs> the. The Type S was just great. It 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 felt good in the hand. It's and it was awesome for two D fighters and two D action games. Um, I know for me, okay. There's a couple. There's a couple I'm going to mention. Number one, one of my favorite. Just it's a controller and a peripheral both, and it's the Turbo Wheel for ColecoVision and. It only really had one purpose. There were a couple other games that I remember coming out for ColecoVision that utilized the wheel. One was this uh, uh, Destruction. It was Destruction. I think it was called Destruction Derby. And you were this, you were this um, uh, land-roving spacecraft, or you landed in a spacecraft, and you were this, this lunar buggy. It was a top-down game. And you use the wheel to steer, and you had to collect these crystals and shoot these other alien um, mechanized spiders that were trying to to take you out. And you had to fill your main ship with enough crystals to repair it so it could go and take off and then repeat the process. But the reason I had the turbo wheel was for the ColecoVision version of Turbo, which I absolutely loved. And... Really, I mean, and I think there was a Dukes of Hazard game, but I, that I never had. But um, but yeah, I, that Turbo Wheel was just 
I still have mine. It's still in this little styrofoam box with the the goofy 80s advertising on the back of it. Uh, I, I, I love that thing. The other peripheral I'm going to mention is more so the company, um, Mad Cats. Uh, most people would say that Mad Cats controllers back in the day, when I say back in the day, I'm talking about right around the PlayStation, the original PlayStation era, were absolute trash. And for the most part, that is true. I've never, I never had a Mad Cats that lasted longer than a few months. I love the D-pad were, on them. But yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say. The, the D-pad on those things for fighting games... If you're playing a fighting game on PlayStation 3D or 2D, though I rarely play 2D games on on uh, PlayStation, that pad was like primo. And the reason I say it was primo was that was the only controller I could use to beat Akuma in uh, Street Fighter EX. <laughs> I couldn't beat I couldn't beat Akuma uh, with any other controller playing that because. I I just felt that I had much more control over my character than even with the original PlayStation controller, which was not very good for 2D games at at all. The, that D-pad has come a long way, <laughs> very much improved. But a lot of people would say that Mad Cat's controllers were just garbage, and they were because they they, they didn't last long, but. It was really impressive how they turned that around for the arcade stick market. Their fight sticks are are some of the best around. Now, I, I know that there was, I, I think Mad Cats has gone out of business or there was a reconstruction. I don't know if another company bought them out or what, but I've got, I used to have a whole bunch of Mad Cats controllers, but uh, I sold a couple uh, I had one for uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I had one from Stre for Street Fighter 4. And I had one for, which I still have, for Soul Calibur. And those arcade sticks are really great. They're, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. They're, all of them are reasonably moddable. I know on my Soul Calibur stick, I replaced well i didn't have to do that with my soul caliber stick because it came with samwa buttons on it but all of my other sticks i i swapped out the um uh, the mad cats whatever whatever stock ones they used and i put samwas in them uh also swapped out the four-way gate on the sticks for the eight-way which is what i i preferred and modding was always just a really easy thing to do with them. Um, they're, they're, I think they're they're very sturdy, particularly that um, that Street Fighter Four arcade stick. That was super sturdy, um, and it came. It, their presentation was just great. I mean, their their that Street Fighter Four um, artwork, that that watercolor artwork, and from that from the style, the art style used in the game that they put on the box was just fantastic. I, I actually had two of those. I kind of wish I at least kept one of them. And, um, but since I, I didn't, I, at that time, I didn't have a 360, and I, I sold it to, I sold it to somebody I knew who was really into Street Fighter at the time. Um, and, and, and made a pretty good, <laughs> made a good, 
pretty good piece of change on it. But um, but yeah, the, the Mad Cat's coming going from from trash to being considered one of the best specialty controller companies around uh, in the arena of arcade sticks. Uh, I think that was a real kind of like a great a great story about how a company turned itself around and became kind of like the industry standard at the time uh, for for arc for controllers specialized yes but but I think they they really turned themselves around at that time well excellent uh, so yeah so again mine uh, ps5 <laughs> controller my favorite uh, so far so uh, I'm going to throw an honorable mention. I totally forgot sure. until right now, but uh, I used to love me some 3DS Circle Pad Pro. You remember that dock I used to use to play Monster Hunter a lot with the second uh, digital oh, pad? Yeah. 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 That was pretty fun, actually. I remember playing. I, I, I had one of those, too. I still have it. Um, oh, but didn't yeah. they call that the Frankenstick? Yeah, well, we call it the Frankenstick, yeah. Okay. But... <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. That was a... That was a good one. I, I enjoyed that one as well. I, I have pretty good memories of playing that on the, you know, playing that with the DS. So, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you for bringing that up, Joe. Not a problem, man. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah, so that concludes our main event. Uh, for our next question, um, wanted to ask our, our listeners, what are your thoughts on VR? It's been out for a while now. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about VR in the news. And I wanted to know, like, what are your thoughts of VR? You like it? You don't like it? Is the future now, or does it need to cook a little bit longer in the oven? So, so uh, let me know your thoughts about it. You know, you don't have to have VR or not. You know, uh, you can just tell me your thoughts about it. If you don't have a VR, why haven't you got one? Uh, I know that they're coming down in price right now. Uh, Paul, my partner, got one. Um, he has an Oculus, and he's been playing it with friends. And 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 whatnot, and I guess there's a new Oculus coming out that's like two ninety nine or something. So, so uh, the prices have been coming down. Um, so we'd love to hear like what are your impressions if you have one? Uh, what are your impressions if you don't have one? Are you gonna get one? Just, just like let us know like what but what, what's going on with with VR and and in, in, in your life? So, so that's really about it. Thank you again so much for taking the time. Uh, Back to you, Kev. All righty. So the next topic on our docket is going to be the vessel line. And basically what uh, we were thinking about doing is just kind of bringing some of the Discord uh, back and forth to the show and just trying to share some of that for our listeners who may not be a part of the Discord and hopefully maybe be an, an encouragement for our listeners to maybe be a part of the shenanigans that go on on our Discord server. It's all great. We have great discussions, great uh, commentary back and forth around all kinds of different gaming topics. So the first subject uh, in our Vessel line is going to be Outriders Impressions. And first on deck is going to be Will D. And he made a Discord comment. For me, so far, it's kind of so-so. I kept asking myself, would I rather play this or Destiny 2? Destiny 2 kept winning in my mind. I'll see how the next hour of gameplay goes. And again, talking about the Outriders demo. And Gerald made a comment. Okay, I played Outriders for about two hours on PC with both of my kids, and they're both having a good time. 
I enjoyed what I played of the game now. I will wait to see what the final product looks like. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So um, I know for me, I like I, I'm like I'm 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 done farming for 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 legendaries in the demo. I'm I'm just not gonna do it. It it's nah. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh yeah, I mean, but the actual gameplay loop, I'm digging. Um, I have not tried any of the other classes. For me, when when I'm playing a game like this, kind of like just like what I did with Destiny, I think I tried the Warlock first. I can't. I don't think I ever tried the the uh, Titan. What was it? Was it? Was that what it called? The Titan? Yeah, the Titan. Yeah. Okay. Titan I never. And, uh... Hunter and Warlock. Yeah. yeah, I never tried the Titan, but when I started working with the Hunter, I said, this is my class. And I never went back to playing any other any other classes. And with me, the first class I played was Trickster. I said, okay, I found my class. I don't I don't even need to I don't even need to worry about any anything else. This trickster is just what, what I'm gonna be playing for the duration of the time that I play this game. Now, does it make sense that I don't try any of the classes? Could I could I be missing out on a class that I might like better? Sure. But when I find mechanics in games like this that I dig when it's a class-based, uh, when the gameplay is class-based in different functions, different features, when I latch onto something, I just don't have a need to change. So I, I'm trickster for life uh, <laughs> when it comes to Outriders. Okay. I'm really... I'm really digging that. So, and, and after looking at the skill tree, my goodness, I mean, all the unlocked, uh, the stuff that remains unlocked for the skills, it's like there's no way I'm going to be running uh, two or more classes in this game. Abs, no, mm -mm. I, I, I will rock with the trickster for the duration of time I'm on this game. So, did you guys have any any other impressions of the demo that you wanted to uh, mention? Well, I just want to respond a little bit to Willie D. I mean, I don't know if that's fair. I mean, Destiny 2's been out for forever, and and it already has all of its mechanics and everything that it's doing on. I mean, I mean, I think Joe would probably rather play Destiny 2 at this point, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I think just giving it a little bit more, um, giving a little bit more, more time or or love might might, might be needed because I. I think I, I don't know. I think um, I I think this game has a has a little bit more to offer. Like, will it be Destiny caliber? Uh, I don't know, but um, but I'm here for it. And I think that if they're if they're smart, they'll they'll continue. Like I said before, they'll continue to listen to the feedback that they're getting from the community. And then when we get a Outriders two, uh, it will be it will be even grander just like destiny 2 was for for destiny 1 so so I, I don't know i don't know and as far as gerald i think it's great that you're playing it with your kids and i'm glad that they love you know you know being able to play with their dad and watching people explode that's kind of cool so <laughs> so joe you're gonna say something yeah can you hear me i just want yeah make you're sure fine coming through all right yeah, yeah. Now, the game, Outriders is not as refined as Destiny 2. Uh, it's just, I think all of us here, I think probably mm -hmm. me the least is, uh, I think both of you are probably fatigued from Destiny 2 and the grind. Oh, I that. ain't going back to Destiny. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I have it accessible, like I said, on Games Pass. So that's the reason why I've been dabbling in it. But, you know, I haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks because I haven't played it. You know, I've been playing Outriders, you know. So, you know, and I, if for as much as I think <laughs> Outriders is like the plot and everything is like, you know, sci fi channel, like, you know, mid tier, like, you know, <laughs> you know, to me, it's like, I'm not going to say it's trash, but at the same time, I watched Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica back in the day, so it's not exactly like it. It, it brings me just kind of that, like, kind of pulpy, like, uh, you know, B tier, like, you know, uh, plot and everything. You know, we were commenting about all the f bombs and everything in the game too. It seems like excessive, like it's written by a seventh grader or something. You know, trying edgy for the sake of being edgy, kind of thing, but. All in all, it doesn't matter what the game is wrapped around. As long as the gameplay itself is good and fun to play, it's it's gonna like you know basically come out in the wash as being something that is worth our time to play with. And so I definitely am feeling it. I enjoy the demo. I'm gonna play the trickster next. And like I said, uh, you know. We'll, see once april 1st goes around i know outriders and monster Hunter rise are going to be duking it out for attention for both me and des so we'll see what happens with all that business so yeah and and the thing also is that destiny both the first one and the second the real stars of that game weren't the guardians it was the weapons because it's like i've said before the, they put so much individuality in those weapons that, that it's absolutely bonkers. I mean, Bungie, they, they are they are masters at gameplay, at, at, at gunplay. They are masters at gunplay. And I think that's the thing that is missing from Outriders is that there really isn't a whole lot of variance. Like, okay, you know when you've got a, a pump-action shotgun in comparison to a auto shotgun but that's really it you, you, you there's there's really not an, a whole lot of differentiation like i know when i've got a midas uh scout rifle in destiny 2 and i've got something like a uh you know a, like a legendary uh, any other legendary uh scout rifle or or a rare scout rifle in destiny because you get you have an audible cue, you have a visual cue, uh, you have a a sensory cue from the rumble that comes through your controller. All of that stuff is different, and they put a lot of time and a lot of effort in building the individuality of those weapons in Destiny One and Two. You know, I, I hate on Destiny a lot now. Uh, hate is probably the wrong word, but well, no, it's probably ap applicable. Uh, but I got my my money's worth out of that series. I thoroughly enjoyed it for the for the time that I was in there. You know, you, you don't put in what six, five or six hundred hours, whatever it was that I put in, you know, on something that you don't like doing. <laughs> you know, uh, but Bungie is just they are just masters at masters of the gun rather. That is, I they, they do that like like no other company. So I would just say that with with regard to the comparison, and I wish that that same differentiation was apparent 
in uh, Outriders, but I don't think that's really where the weapons are just kind of part of the equation. I think the real thing is your skills, is your your uh, uh, altered skills, you know, building those out and changing them around. I think that's really where the the real uniqueness in the gameplay is going to come in i mean the you're going to get mods and whatnot on your weapons and and i I gotta be honest some of the like the the legendary that i have for this uh this submachine gun it's it's butt ugly i'm it looks like i'm holding a slab of beef in in my hand uh green Um, yeah the, yeah. the, the, the yeah, green. Yeah. What's for the, dinner? You know, yeah, it's like uh, okay. I, I wish a little bit, you know, and maybe that's just a, a, an aesthetic thing. But those, some of the, and some of the other weapons that I've seen other people have on YouTube, watching their YouTube channels, those that have farmed other uh, different classes of legendaries, they look better. But man, that that. That sub gun looks. Ugh. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's like what you pull something out of a out of a slaughterhouse or what? Yeah, it's 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 not it's not pretty. No, <laughs> no it's not. it's called the migraine, and I'm just like, nah. yeah, the migraine is like, uh-huh. dang, uh, slab of beef. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, another topic that was uh, discussed in our Discord. Our Discord channels was uh, some control impressions. So, uh, John BT mentions just finished control, or actually not controller. It's the game control, and he says just finished control. Damn, this was an amazing, weird as f game, and a porcupine tree track on the end credits is sick. Also, we need a thread for cool game moments or game finishing comments. Uh, yeah, I. I was that set up? Uh, I'm I'm not sure if someone set that up yet. But no, uh, we, I haven't set it up now. Okay, no, well, but yeah, we were definitely going to do that. But um, and it's have free. any of you guys played Control yet? <laughs> no, not I have yet. not. No, but but it's free, like or on PSN, so you can go and go and pick it up. No, it's not Plus PSN. It's PS. Uh, it's PS Five, right? PS Plus for last month. Yeah. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you got it, you can play it. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some further discussion which I linked to, but uh, talking about the other uh, stuff from uh, Remedy on there. I know a lot of their prior uh, back catalog stuff, like uh, Quantum Break and uh, Alan Wake, are all on Xbox platforms, unfortunately. So I know John was looking to see about checking some of their back catalog out. I mean, you probably have to dip into like the first couple Max Paynes to really. <laughs> be able to go ahead and and because uh, that was remedy as well on there but uh you know it, su- it sucks that a lot of the stuff's on xbox for someone like john because he's you know strictly on playstation and switch right now so but uh hopefully uh you know we'll talk about control when we all finally get a chance to fire it up and give it a go so yeah and the last topic that we're going to mention um uh that was discussed in our discord server was PlayStation store queue functionality. And John BT stated, don't know if this is common knowledge, but I just found out I can add the PS five PS plus games to my library without a PS five. If it uses the, if you use the web store and I mentioned, yes, you can stack those up. 
and uh, he responded, "Might be worth a mention on the pod since I didn't know, uh, since I didn't know, and others might not know as well. Can't add them via the PS PS Store on a PS4, and that's true. You cannot add PlayStation Five games or put them in your queue on a PS4. You've got to use the um, you've got to use the either the mobile or the uh, computer, the web." Use the web link, the web portal, and do it that way. So if you don't, even though you may not have a PS5 and there's a lot of people still struggling to get these new consoles, uh, for sure, don't miss out on your PlayStation Plus uh, PS5 uh, specific or PS5 improved games. Just grab them and stick them in your queue uh, and you'll be able to access those once you get the console. So for sure, you don't want to mention that. Oh, and we had one more, one more uh, subject. I, I didn't scroll far enough. Uh, didn't scroll far enough on the uh, on the notes. There was a cyberpunk discussion, and Will D mentioned his impressions. Uh, speaking of which, I'm actually having a good time with cyberpunk. It has bugs, but it's actually running really well on my PC. Hopefully, the console side of the house gets fixed soon. Pushing Cyberpunk onto last-gen console hardware was such a mistake. I wonder how much the investors played in, played played into that one. Um, probably, agree. probably <laughs> a lot. There we're talking a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of money on those tables. A lot of last-gen consoles are out there, uh, and that's you know that's money on the table that you're walking away from. But I'm 100% in agreement. Cyberpunk never should have been on PS4, Xbox One hardware. Not at, not at all. It, it yeah, never they, should have. They should have pulled it. Yeah, but uh, you know, they already had the pre-orders up. Uh, they had the publishing partners with like WB Games, and in Europe, it's distributed by Namco Bandai, and so it's like uh, you know. Walking away from good money at the table, but they didn't give them the proper amount of time uh, to dedicate to making everything all prim and proper before they released it. So it's just uh, they're going to end up, uh, you know, still profiting off this thing. I'm kind of curious when it's going to be up on the PlayStation Store because it's still not even available to be able to download digitally on PS4 or PS5 because of the fact that... Um, that's the agreement they made with uh, CG Project Red about the whole situation. So, mm-hmm. is know. Cyberpunk still of interest to either of you guys? You still, any of you still planning on going back and playing it? I I'm have gonna, it. I'm gonna play it. It's on my backlog. I mean, I mean, pretty much, I had the digital version since I bought the console, and so. And given the fact of all the issues that it had and uh, knowing that it's not really in its final state, I have other games in my backlog I could play prior to approaching Cyberpunk. And it's not like my anticipation is going to be where I have to play it now. I'd rather just, you know, wait and uh, see, you know, once it is in a good enough state to be able to dive in and play. So. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going back. Uh, there, by the time by the time that this game gets its act together, there's no telling what's going to be out on the market, and what what is going to hold my attention. And I I only have so much time to go back, and you know, particularly if it's a game that should have had its act together from the jump <laughs> and didn't. 
Yeah. I just don't, I just really don't know how feasible that me going back and playing uh, this game would be. And, and outside of the, the game breaking bugs that are, that have plagued that title, I've seen just some weird things that the game does on its own from an AI perspective that, you know, games that games such as Grand Theft Auto early earlier GT games were doing so much better than cyberpunk like situations where people have been stepping into traffic and pulling a gun on somebody and the, the people just sit there in the car they don't they don't do anything sometimes if you shoot the car they still sit in it other times they'll they may get out and then they'll stand around first for a little bit and then they'll start taking off and running uh just really weird ai going on in that game so i, I don't even know if i'm going to go back and and mess with it there's some more work that there was definitely some more work that should have been put into that game just outside of the the bugs issue you know i've gotten some amusement uh listening to other podcasts impressions like captain mike m talking about jig jig street every yeah. <laughs> every week you know just uh. And, His adventures uh, in Jiggy Jig Street. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's something. That, yeah, I think he got enough gameplay out of it. Captain Mike M did, to where he beat the game. And I don't know if he's going back to it, but you know, I think there's probably something to enjoy there. I just want to uh, make sure that's in a better state before I yeah, decide to go and try to play it. Who knows, Des? Maybe they'll have a like a third party. Um, Third person camera. <laughs> no, I mean at this point, at this point, get on PC and it'll be a mod. You leave it on well, PC. It probably will, but at this point, once they once they put in their first, um, what is it? Their first, uh, what should I call it? What's it called? DLC? Their yeah, their first, uh, not well, not DLC. Their first like up, uh, upgrade where they talk about where they change everything and address oh, a lot of the, upgrade. Yeah, yeah um, we'll see what happens with that if they're able to fix the AI a little bit quiffing us across they fix the graphics and they fix how it plays you know and there is a uh, a price drop then i might think about picking it up but i'm not gonna pay the 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 regular price for it definitely not no 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 on that buddy if it becomes like playstation plus at some point you think oh that well that's like, oh, that's, that's going to get game pass bro yeah, that's a given. That's going to get yeah, games. Yeah, Pass I, I figured that much. Yeah, yeah. they've they've partied definitely up, uh, for Games Pass. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, yeah, you. I wouldn't. It wouldn't. I'd just wait for it to come out on Game Pass before I even you know, would not save your money and spend it on something else because that's going there. But uh, but yeah. So big shout out to those people to some of our regulars who participate in our discourse server we definitely appreciate the back and forth that goes on there as we're trying to build our build a community over there on our discord channel so shout out to you guys uh for taking part in that so we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket which is going to be the news so trader joe you got the mic what's going on bro Okay, we'll start off talking about a, uh, since we talked about a troubled game in Cyberpunk 2077, we'll talk about another game that has uh, been seen better days, but hopefully is 
gonna be better soon and that's gonna be marvel's avengers so marvel's avengers uh they uh, announced on march the 4th uh showing improvements for the next gen versions of the game uh it's gonna be out on march 18th on there so you're gonna be able to upgrade to newer versions free of charge of course, you're going to get faster load times, higher resolution textures. Um, we'll also include environmental destruction effects uh, with all characters. And they're also going to support cross-gen multiplayer as well. So you can play with people from prior iterations of the game, the PS4 or Xbox One versions on that. So, And, uh, you know, they're talking about uh, all these uh, graphical upgrades. And the game's going to run in 60 frames a second. Uh, I don't know if it's going to run in full 4K, but... Uh, basically, it's coming on there. So, and another thing about Marvel's Avengers, which has uh, gotten kind of a spirited response to, is that they're going to make a change with the XP system once this update comes out. And so they felt that people were leveling up too fast. And so they're going to make it harder to level mm-hmm. up beyond level 25. So that players oh, that won't was 20. progress. Yeah, it's 25. Huh. Okay. So yeah, uh, that uh, CP progression will start to slow down a little once you hit level 25. And so that this will be the fact that players won't progress too quickly and new players will have more time to adjust and not feel like they're being overwhelmed with too many rewards okay so they're slowing it down Mm. for you on there and also they're going to tweak the cosmetic rewards on here and so instead of just getting all cosmetics through rng they want players to be able to work towards getting particular rewards as well so uh random cosmetic drops has been temporarily disabled in preparation for that change so they only want you to grind a little bit more they want you to grind for the cosmetics as well not just getting them in random drops so so we'll have to see uh, once this update does come out but it they felt like, I guess, the leveling mechanics felt too easy and a little unbalanced. They said it, they felt like it was like a straight line. And to me, I almost, you know, for me, I, I want to eventually play this game because I haven't. We were so stoked about it when it first came out. I know, Des, you dived into this, and I don't know how far you got. Pretty far. I, I'm pretty sure that people online have said they enjoyed it for getting to the end of the campaign but that's it and i've seen a lot of people talking about it just seems like you're just fighting robots over and over and over and over and there's no like you know a lot of like villains that you could fight that doesn't seem like a lot of epicness to the campaign and it just seems like okay you level up and you're fighting more powerful robots versus getting anything of worth on here and so and especially with the cosmetics and the better um higher ranked gear that you get that really it doesn't really make too too much of a difference that's what they were kind of bagging on the game about and i'm going to kind of kick it over to you des and get your impressions of what you played of the game so far and if you think this level xp thing that they're going to slow the leveling down and put the more grind into this thing it's just like eesh um i think this is absolutely wrong and it's very silly that they've done this and i think they're trying to prolong the game because they do not want and i was watching um i watch pretty good gaming uh on youtube and i honestly and 
you know, they were talking about the reason why this is happening is because they don't want people to burn through the next content too fast. And they want people to have to grind it out and play it um, in order to, to get anywhere with it. And I think this is ass backwards. Um, and I believe that they should be working on the content. And this feels like a huge punishment for the, for the players. And, and now, and then they're like in their press, in their releaser, they were like, you know, make sure that you level up now before you, before, before, <laughs> before you the go to, comes out, yeah. yeah, you know, make sure you level up now. That way you can be ready for when Hawkeye drops and face the Mastro. And I'm like, no. So this just, this just even more proves that, that they just do not know what they're doing. They have no idea what to do with this game. They expected so much more for it. And I, I just, like I'm really at a loss for words because, you know, I I this is how you try to prolong your game by making people grind more. Like, what? I don't know. It just seems seems it seems very counterintuitive, you know, um, for this to happen. Um, and the re the rationale they gave it they gave them oh we want people to really like agonize about what what choices you want to make and really get to know no no that's that's all bs markets no no can't i can't with no no not not going back to it then I, I... um i i i'm probably not going to go back to it unless they unless they roll this i don't know what i'm going to do at this point with joe with that game i i was so like i played i played for quite a while and and i've i heard the same thing you did that the actual campaign to play is actually not that bad but it's kind of short and once you were literally done with the campaign there was nothing else to do so yeah. so maybe that's why they're making people want to grind more because because if you can beat everything and get everything through the initial playthrough then there's no reason to play more so maybe that's why they're doing it but maybe, yeah I, I i just don't understand and i'm really saddened by that because i really wanted to like this game i played the crap out of the demo when it came out uh, we we got the you know the steelbook edition and and everything and it's just I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I don't really know how, how they're going to save this game or even if they want to, you know, I mean, I'm glad that a new, a new content is coming out, but most likely this content's only going to be like five hours worth of stuff. And if, and if you, and what you get for it doesn't seem like it's going to be worth anything. And it's just sad though, because like, like I wanted to play, I wanted to meet like and play Hank Pym, Ant-Man. I wanted to have them grow this, marvel world but not not right not not how they're doing it now mm -mm. no 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 so any interest in this game kev are you still like eh, nope eh, eh. <laughs> mm -mm. no this 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 seemed like a bad implementation for this type of game to begin with i think it would have been better if there was just a linear story it's an action game with in a handful of Marvel of, of or with the Avengers characters. And then as they added in more characters, they would add in story content surrounding those characters, levels designed to showcase those characters' abilities and powers. That would have been a much better package than what we got. I'm, I still can't get over the fact that Hulk has to dodge. That that just <laughs> that is my mental block when it comes to this game. 
it makes no freaking sense. You're talking about the Hulk. Hulk don't dodge nothing. He plows through it, you know, and I got to dodge these little human-sized idiots in these mech suits because Hulk, Hulk dodge. Hulk can't get hit. No, give me a break. I mean, it was just, they tried to homogenize the characters to fit them all onto the same play field. And it just, it's just crappy gameplay that just resulted from that, in my opinion. Uh, they should have just not have gassed this thing up with the games as a service and just yep. created, yeah. Yeah. you know, have the Hulk levels play like Ultimate Destruction. There's your, like, you know, you blue, blueprint the right there, you know? Exactly. You know, and all the uh, subsequent, like, crappy Sega-branded, like, Marvel games have come out, like uh, Captain America and Iron Man, so on and so forth. They they should have just found a way that you could play, like, levels with different characters and just made a beginning, middle, and an end, and maybe try to sell you on some DLC story missions afterwards. It's a comic book game, for God's sake. I mean, I had There's to say your hook, it. the crossover. Yeah, your, your your DLC characters are crossover episodes. Yep, you know, crossing it. over from Avengers. Oh man, check out this new item, this Iron Man crossover, this War Machine crossover, and just do it that way. I, I'm, I don't know. You know, uh, I'm still gonna probably give it a go at some point. I don't know if I'm gonna lure Des into my gameplay or not but uh you know. i mean dude if you play it i probably will end up play, playing a couple rounds with you but i just don't yeah. want to give it that much more more of my time that's the yeah, problem for sure yeah you know I, that, that's the thing it's just like i well, have other games that i would like to play for sure i'm not i'm not gonna like kick outriders at the curve to play avengers i hate to say it so and well, i don't I, hate to say it at all yeah <laughs> Twelve bucks at the uh, GameStop, eight bucks at Best Buy. That's that's the prognosis for Avengers. Probably that's what the current trade in value is right now. So how much Seven. is it? Uh, Twelve bucks at GameStop, eight bucks at uh, Best Buy. So wow, seven ninety nine too much. Mm. Oh, as far as them giving you eight bucks for as far it. as as far as I'm concerned, I yeah, that's you know I might buy it for a penny. Yeah, that's what they pay you if you traded it in. They're, they're, they have it on sale right now for four, twenty four ninety nine, and that's the sale price. <laughs> so. No. Mm-mm. All right. Still well, too much. Yep. As Desmond alluded to earlier, um, we did want to talk about PlayStation did announce new PSVR hardware for PS5, so it was kind of questionable at some point they're kind of be elusive about playstation vr uh, but there is going to be a new uh, vr device it's only going to have one wire i wish they would have made it wireless but if they were able to make it cheaper by having just the one wire that's great but uh, they are working on redesign ergonomics on here and they also are going to have a, a psvr controller that will incorporate some of the key features found in the dual sense wireless controller on there they didn't say exactly what's on what's going to be included but uh, you know obviously with the haptics and the resistance triggers and the built-in speakers so we'll have to see what sony brings to the table but uh, they said that it's not coming in 2021 it's coming out at a later date on there. Um, I know recently um, they did announce like six different PlayStation VR games to kind of almost replace the GDC uh, type because this would be around the time GDC would have happened 
on there. I know included with the uh, VR games that they did announce, there was a, a new game from 17-bit that looked interesting. It was like a, um, um, a primal survival game with you in, in the Stone Age, basically, I think called a Smoke in the... I forgot what the name of it was, but uh, they also announced uh, Doom 3 as well. Uh, for PlayStation VR. So we'll have to see what uh, this comes about. And uh, uh, for me, at least, I have a PlayStation VR. I think out of the three of us, I would love to go back and fire it up because I even though I have it connected, I haven't really played around with it too much. And uh, I want to be able at that point next year to make my purchasing decision. I'm not going to go out and buy an Oculus or go out and uh, invest in. I want to, you know, take advantage of what I have here. So I know we're going to talk about it next week on our main event, but any like overall impressions about this being announced? Were you guys surprised with the um, announcement that they're going to continue to iterate on the VR unit? No, I wasn't surprised. I knew it was going to, that was going to come. I mean, with this type of technology, it's just going to take time to mature and time and it's going to take time to evolve the i was hoping for a, a truly wireless headset my now again i can't use vr at all because of my eye condition but um i was hoping it would it would be completely wireless but if they've got to bring in one wire to keep the price down then that's great hopefully they can further implement uh, designed, uh, you know, an engineering design that will shrink those goggles down even further. And and to me, I, I can't, I really can't see this technology being fully implemented until there. These things are the size of a pair of glasses and cost anywhere from you know two to three hundred bucks. I, I am why and truly wireless. I I think that's when you'll see greater implementation of it. And that we are a number of generations from from that from that that Agreed. size. I mean, you know, Google Glass it was a was a, a a serious step, but I mean, heck, them things were I forget how much they were, but they were hella expensive. So, yeah, the game I was trying to reference earlier is called Song in the Smoke, but I was kind of impressed by what I saw of it. So. And Kev, if if this next version of PSVR is a lot more nimble as far as the size of it and whatnot, you think it's something at least demo it out to try it, or it's like no, I, I can't. That gotcha. and that's the thing. It my my eyes have to process my blind as a black per, blind as a bat prescription, and then process what's going on in this VR and through these VR glasses and yeah. it, my. It, my condition is it's just not going to allow for that. doesn't matter if it's PSVR, doesn't matter if it's Oculus, doesn't matter what it is. Gotcha. Um, it's just not going to work because I've tried a couple of different things. Uh, not the only, the only headset I've used is VR, but there was a thing um, like back in the day at Disneyland for there was like this Captain EO thing where they, they put a headset on you and it was kind of like VR. I almost puked. My, my my whenever i'm in that situation my it, it just causes migraines and i get motion sickness and i'm ready to throw up so yeah i know i remember i did go with you to check out i think battle zone at best buy when they're demoing the 
PSVR, but I can't remember. I think you did have uh, some reaction to it, I believe. Well, I, don't, I don't remember. No, that was the the P, the PlayStation Experience where we tried there where I demoed the the VR. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't go to the to the Best Buy uh, demo sessions. All right, good deal. Well, we'll talk more about VR next week uh, when we talk about our main event on there. So, and get your overall uh, ideas on this two des on here. I don't know how VR friendly you are because of the fact that Paul's going all in on his Oculus, but uh, we'll talk about that more next week. So. All right, next thing I want to talk about, and I alluded to at the beginning of the show, the Outriders demo. So as you know, People Can Fly did react. Uh, they had quite a few funny uh, Twitter responses to, like, the farming getting nerfed. I know I shared that with you yesterday, Desmond, on there. So funny that they're, you know, being comical about it and interacting with their uh, community a little bit. But uh, they said over 2 million people did download the demo in just one week and they have a patch coming out uh the patch actually was released on friday yesterday on march the 5th on there and basically what they did is they made some gameplay changes on here so they toned down some captain mobs they beefed up gauze which is the electric boss that is in the game and they toned down some loot farm methods that people can fly felt were not within the spirit of the game on there so and on loot in particular epic items will no longer appear in shops and vendors within the demo chests will no longer drop on legendary items and side quest rewards on repeat runs will now have a chance to drop legendary items so you can do the side quest rewards like we were doing last night <laughs> repeating the same side quest and possibly getting some legendary items from that so so no, no rinsing and repeating captains like we were doing prior on that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but captains are, are getting beat up. Yeah, they, they got <laughs> left, right, backwards, and forwards on there. But uh, they're, you know, they're listening to the people out there too. They talked about uh, implementing um, a um, thing about the motion blur, and that's going to be in a update in the next couple of days because you know the motion blur was kind of crazy a bit uh some people have bagged or talked about um as far as the shaky cam and some of the cutscenes that they were getting dizzy from it then they made a comment uh, stating that um that's due to the fact that they think that especially if you're playing in 60 frames a second that will resolve it but they said they're gonna try to get the shaky cam at least a little bit better uh, in the main game once it does come out as well have you guys had any issues with the shaky cam during some of the cutscenes at all? Yeah, you can't see it. It's, yeah, in the original, when you're like landing on the planet, it's like, yeah, like I don't know, it's just really hard to see what's going on. I mean, for the most part, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with certain movements and you know in the game and in the cutscene, I can kind of like just not worry about it. But, but yeah, it it it's pretty noticeable in, in in some of the, especially at the beginning of the game. So if they can just yeah. tone it down just a little bit or just a, a lot, that'd be that'd be great. So yeah, they're gonna work on that. If you're listening, so, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. But uh, you know, it's just uh, kind of cool that they've uh, kind of taken a uh, um, approach to try to at least address some things from what people. Um, we're looking at, in fact, if you go to their Twitter feed right now, uh, today they had 
15 separate, they had a whole thread, 15 separate posts about uh, some tips and tricks uh, with the Outriders demo on there. So they made a thread on there. So, and they have some recommended things about like customizing the HUD on here and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, going in and taking a look um, as far as unlocking mods on there. I guess there's indicators. And uh, when you're looking at an item, whether you actually have that, uh, uh, already unlocked the mod for crafting on there. So, and then you're able to tell by looking at the icon if it, if you need to break, if you do break it down, if you're going to have that capability added to your library of mods, basically. So, so it's definitely, I would follow Outriders on Twitter and definitely check out their uh, social media accounts if you're interested in the game. So, but, uh, you know, I think we talked about this game enough. I just want to kind of mention the changes that they did make on that. So, mm -hmm. all right. And uh, there was a little event that happened this past week, uh, New Game Plus Expo happened on Thursday and one of the games that was announced during this uh, all day Twitch stream uh, is NT Creates has announced their newest game in the Blaster Master Zero series. So Blaster Master Zero 3 was announced. This has been announced as being the quote unquote final game in the Blaster Master Zero series on that. So, and it's going to be coming out for uh, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PC. It'll be out on July 29th on there. So, and, um, from what the trailer show, it looks great. I mean, you got your NES style pixel art. The game is, from what I played of Zero One and Zero Two, has been great on there. So I can't wait for the third game to get out and you know be out there for people. I know John BT has gone through both Zero games, and I know he probably can't wait for this third iteration to hit in the summer on here. I was almost hoping that they would release a physical version with all three on one cart, but, you know, they've gone the limited run <laughs> route with this, so, you know, expecting to get one game on a cart for 35 bucks versus what they're releasing in Japan. They have a, a package in Japan that they're releasing with all three games on one cart for, I think, around 5,000 yen, so, I mean, hopefully they get a more wider release for people out there that want to play these games that can maybe obtain these games physically, but uh, digital wise, you can pick them up for cheap. They're like uh, around, I think seven forty nine or nine ninety nine each on sale right now. So any thoughts you guys on blaster master zero three being announced? I'm sure you'll end up getting it at some point. <laughs> you know, I missed out on playing. Well, I didn't miss out. I just, never got around to playing any of the the like the original blaster master on nes i kept hearing great things about it but i never went and played it for myself so it's it's a, it's a game that i always wanted to get into so at some point i'm going to have to just download download the first one and get into it and check it out yeah i think it's on the indie cell right now so if you want to Get in while the getting's good while it's on sale, at least. I know they had all the Inti Create games on sale because of the uh, New Game Plus Expo that just occurred. So that might mm -hmm. be a good thing uh, for you to check out. So, And I, I enjoyed them. I think that's, you know, 
for what it's worth, uh, some games like that, them and also their uh, NT creates Bloodstain, uh, Circle of the Moon. Not Circle of the Moon. That's uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, um, Bloodstain. They had two different versions. They have Ritual of the Night, I think, which is the main game, and then they had the other um, Bloodstain games for like in the more eight-bit style on there. So those are good games as well. So. All right, next thing I want to kind of mention, and it'll be the last thing for I kick it over to Kev for some graphics card news, is that uh, there's been some rumors confirmed by Bloomberg, and the particular reporter of this report is noted as being dead on about uh, reporting rumors. It's uh, Takahashi Mochikuchi on here from Bloomberg has reported that uh, Nintendo is planning on a Switch model with a bigger Samsung OLED display, uh, that they have put an order in to get a production of 7-inch panels in June on here that Samsung will manufacture, and they state that the gaming giant aims to propel Switch to compete versus both the Xbox and the PS5 on here. So, and then this, the particular OLEDs that they'll be using for this new version of the Switch will be 720p. And uh, they're going to start mass production of these panels, Samsung is, as early as June, with an initial monthly target of just under a million units, the people said, not to be identified discussing internal matters. And the displays are slated for shipment to assemblers around July on there so and then because of the manufacturing of these panels it basically it puts that the new switch model will be ready to be released towards the end of the year on that so so we'll have to see uh what's rumored but uh supposedly i was going through and taking a look at some hubbub on recetera and a few other places on the web and one developer was commenting that he was surprised that this didn't get out sooner because of the fact that the um, that the dev units for the newer switch has already been making their way in the development community already on here and so what they talked about too is that they're gonna try to do with this particular model of the switch is that it's going to come with 4k ultra high definition graphics when you dock it on your TV on there. So I guess there's going to be some implementation of DLSS technology on the NVIDIA side of the fence that will help, um, you know, get a lot of these games off the snuff on there. And I am super stoked for this because one thing I always said about the Switch on this show is that um, I just felt it's just like it's last-gen technology. I just feel like I'd rather game on my TV with a PlayStation or Xbox versus playing on the Switch, even though I know I love what Nintendo brings to the table on there, but uh, my third-party titles? Uh, 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 no, no, no. So, what's your, what's your guys' impressions of a HD Switch making its way to the market? It's about time. I hope it's, I hope it's real, and I cannot wait, so bring it. Let's do this. Come on. Um, it's it's great, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see some games that require that kind of, that kind of horsepower. Now, I will say that after playing um, Age of Calamity, th- there needs to be more horsepower when moving large numbers of of objects around the screen. 
because that game does chug when things get busy. So I can definitely see where the additional horsepower is going to come into play, but Nintendo games have never really had a graphic style that require a whole lot of power in the GPU. They, they, they just really haven't. I mean, their games have looked fantastic as far as I'm concerned. So I'm really going to be interested in seeing what their first party is going to offer that is going to justify a Switch Pro. My guess is that would have to be something like um, uh, Metroid. Uh, they, it would have to be something you know, something along those lines that's just going to be revamped graphically. And just just make you say, oh man, I I, I gotta have I gotta get this Switch Pro, because their other games just really don't have that. They look good, they look great, and they play great, but they just don't have that. Oh man, this 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 looks good, but it really should be on a system, you know, like a, a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One let alone with this, the current generation that's out. So yeah, I, I'm going to be interested to see how they utilize that additional performance. I kind of think, in my opinion, it's going to be where... I'm really curious to see if they're going to release only like Switch Pro games exclusive to the Switch Pro. I think you're going to see a lot of cross-gen games at the beginning on here and so it's just like i you know i granted if i'm playing breath of the wild 2 you think i'd be wanting to play on the switch or the switch pro i'd probably wanting to play on the switch pro you know so and especially if monster hunter rise gets a boost out of it um i think it's just a no-brainer for me at least so Mm -hmm. on there i know probably for us for you out in the community that are Switch fans, I mean, probably be in there day one, but, you know, whether it's just going to be iterative or if it's going to actually bring, like, a next generation to the Switch and bring something else to the table, I'm really curious to see, other than, you know, obviously having the 4K docked and whatnot. I'm kind of curious what other, uh, impl- you know, improvements they're going to be, and hopefully they improve the Joy-Cons or come up with a better... Um, design for them for this next system as well on here i think you know joy cons for what they are i mean i don't ever use the joy cons separately from the system you know it's like i'm not wanting any waggle in my games (laughs) so i don't know how you feel about it des but uh i again i'm ready for it i need it um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm I'm being very optimistic about it. One thing that I am uh, slightly annoyed is is why we just didn't have that. Hey, little girl, why we just didn't have this sooner? Yeah, you know, sure. is is the main thing. But I think that's just one of those things that is just going to have to haunt us for a while. So, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Good Nintendo, if you ha- hurry up. Have any thoughts out there? Let us know. We will talk about our vessel line next week. And Kev, did you want to mention your little news story or that you want to talk about about NVIDIA real quick? Yeah, so real quickly, NVIDIA has announced that they are going to be, has made it official, that they're going to be launching cryptocurrency mining-focused GPUs that don't have a, uh, you won't be able to display a picture from them. 
And even though their CFO has stated that he didn't think that the crypto mining is part of the reason for the shortages, which is absolute bullcrap. If, if anybody's been following this, it's like, come on, bro. Between the bots and the miners, it can't, it can't nobody get a hold of these cards. It's like, really, really. Um, if if it wasn't the case, then you wouldn't be making these these minor fo these mining focus cards. It's weird how companies play this, play this, try to play this, this word game in their in their press announcements and releases. <laughs> you know when you know we're going to tell you that the sky is is purple when everybody knows it's blue. You know, but okay, whatever. But they're they're coming out with these. Um, uh, crypto crypto mining focus cards and there are there's also talk of them sending updates to their to their to the gpos that are on the market now that are going to limit the effectiveness of mining cryptocurrency and there's also talk that future iterations of their current cards are are going to have uh crypto like basically make it not worth your time to try to mine with them. So they're going to try and make it inefficient and I guess in a way not to piss off the, all the miners that bought all those multiple cards to mine, but, you know, try to get them to buy mining focus cards. So I, I, they're, they're trying to get, they're, they're trying to get money from all sides and future iterations of the, of their current generation of cards will just not be, effective at all for cryptocurrency mining. So I think that's a good thing overall. I think it's something that they should have done from the jump because crypto mining has been a thing. Like I've said before, the 20 series cards were a pain in the butt to get, you know, some, you know, it, it depending on, on when they're, when, when you can get a hold of them, you might be, might be hard pressed trying to get a 2080 you know, still in on on in some places, but they've known that this crypto thing has been going on, has been problematic, and these should have been these mining focus cards should have been hitting the market day and date with the regular GPUs. And I think if that would have been the case, and they would have been up front and say, "Look, if you're going to be mining with uh, with these products, you're going to want to stay away from the gaming focused cards because it's not going to be worth your time." I think that would have freed up some stock and allowed people who actually have rigs waiting for GPUs to be able to buy them. So, uh, good on them for doing for doing something about it. But it really should have been something that should have been from the jump, in my opinion. But. So I don't know if you guys have any have any comment about it or uh, uh, any if this if Nvidia's decision if there is a future PC in your if there is a, a PC build or purchase in your future uh, has this decision made maybe pushed your direction toward uh, Nvidia's product. Um, my uh, thing is, I just think that they're gonna find the ways around us, you know. So. You know, I'm not sure how, but you know, we'll, we'll see if uh, they uh, if this limiting crypto mining is fails it. You know, as far as future proof for people not to be able to still 
work a, work their way around it, you know. So, mm. it I, I would imagine. I again, I, I'm not an, an an electrical engineer, but I would imagine that there would have to be something physically on the card that just makes it not doable, because if all this stuff is can be manipulated through firmware, you better bet your bottom dollar that these guys have got have got some some hackers working on some 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 uh off the cuff firmware that's going to oh that's going to override it so in my it would seem to me that it would have to be something physical on the card itself that that just makes it just not doable and i have no idea how that would work or even if something like that would work and it would have to be something that would be firmware based but yeah I, that's well, I have okay. nothing to add because, um, although I'm wondering, um, I think it's going to have a really good. Uh, I think we're going to have a really good conversation in our in our like computer section of our of our Discord. So if you want to continue having this conversation with Kevin, myself, and Joe, definitely join our Discord. And Kevin's going to tell you how to do that in just a minute. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So that's all I had for our new section. Right, so, you. all right. So with that, we're going to get into contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. And that's the email you're going to want to use if you would like to, if you've heard something on the show that you had a comment about, or if you would like to actually be on the show and get your opinions on gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Individually, we also, we have our Twitter page at Gaming Vessels on Twitter. Individually, we have our own social media accounts on Twitter. I can be found at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PSN, I can be found at Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, although I am Xboxless at the time, at the time of this recording, is Shonuff at zero, Shonuff071, same spelling, 071 at the end. And on Steam, I can be found at Shonuff71, same spelling as before. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at? Yeah, you guys can find me on uh, on Twitter at the Nemo6. Um, that's N E M O S I. Uh, sorry, uh, N E M O T G G R and uh, S I X. You can find me on uh, PSN and Xbox when I plug, if and when I plug it in. At Nemo Tigger, that's N E M O T G G R. Joe, uh, for me, you can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, retweeting contest entries at yes Joe Fongul J O E at J O E F O N G U L. Well, I, I win. I win quite often. I won this week again. So thank you. I am good to go on that business. Uh, on PSN and. Uh, on Steam, you can find me at the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox, uh, same username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And then on the Nintendo Switch, my friend code is going to be 4712-5953-1409. Uh, get ready for Monster Hunter Rise and add me as a friend on there and if you can just get on the discord and let me know too on here we do have a monster hunter rise multiplayer hub as well as an outriders multiplayer hub on the discord uh so if you do want to play either of those two games with us definitely let us know so 
Indeed, indeed. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify and switch on notifications to get informed of new episodes released as soon as they come out. So with that, that is going to bring episode 116 to a close. Again, we want a special shout out to everyone who participates on our Discord. Shout out to those who respond to our main event question. You guys are the reason why we do the show, and we're glad that you're getting, that you're choosing to spend however block of time that you have in listening to our show. We definitely don't want to let an episode go by without thanking our listeners. So, for Trader Joe, the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar, and for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. Cat Daddy, a.k.a. High Res Hater, a.k.a. Gamer Step Daddy. <laughs> I, I love you, Joe. <laughs> I have showed up 71 saying we'll be back next week with a new show. Peace.